When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
my God, what an epic beginning to your Wednesday episode. This is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan. How the heck are we? What do we say on Wednesdays? We say we made it halfway through the week. You did it, folks. I didn't do anything. You did it. So you are smooth sailing from this point on. And that mashup, whew, nipples can cut glass right now. It, I'm very excited by that song. Very energizing. You guys, it, I, I was having a memory of working out at 24-hour fitness back in the day. And I would play that. I would be on the treadmill. And I would play that Destiny's Child song, Survivor. And I would always be like, Ugh, you know, it's like I have thick thighs. It's hard to lift these legs on the treadmill. But I would, that song would come on. And I'd be like, yeah, you got it, brother. You got this. <laughs> I would do that trucker voice. Oh, my God. I know this is just we are already off on a rant here that I wasn't planning on talking about. I told you guys before about that. I would wear this gold gyms. I remember it specifically. They sold it at Walmart. It was like a gold. It was a sauna suit sold by Gold's Gym. And it was this white sauna suit that would make you sweat extra. I don't like, listen, I don't even know how I survived my 20s. <laughs> I don't even know how, like, because I would wear this sauna suit and I would wear it hiking and I would wear it to the gym. <laughs> this thing just must have been standing up on its own. It was just disgusting. It was just full of Ryan Bailey sweat, which now really could bring at least a couple of dollars if I were to sell it. Um, but I would wear this in the gym and I just, I've told you guys before, like, like I'll hear girls going like, oh, I don't like go to the, go to the gym because guys want to hit on me or people go to the gym because they want, it's like a social scene. Not me. I kept my, my, my eyes down, my head down. I was there to work out period. And if you did, if I happened to look up, you would just see a man in complete misery. Like I, my, my burden in life, so many of them as a, as a straight white man, <laughs> when are we going to get our day? Um, my burden is that I've always hated working out yet. I have to do it. Like I probably work out more than most people. And it just, there's just a stasis level. That's just barely, I'm just barely hanging on to that stasis level. Anyways, I would, um, I would wear this sauna suit and it would just, you could just feel the sweat collecting <laughs> collecting in this cheap, cheap, I was pretty much wearing a garbage bag with the gold gym logo embossed on it. They would sell for 10 bucks at Walmart. And I just remember one time it was like elastic bands on the wrists and like the waist area. So it would like, you know, keep all the, the heat and the sweat in supposedly. But I had worn this one down way too much. And I was like on the treadmill, like, you know, do, 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 I'm a survivor. And I remember lifting my arm, just, you know, trying to get that motion going and just the the wrist elastic wristband just busting open and just a stream of sweat like it was it was like i was shooting out of like one of those nerf water pistols or something you know and it just and then it was like oh and i just immediately it hit somebody in the next row of treadmills and i just immediately jumped off the treadmill and just ran like faster than i was actually running on the treadmill and so there there was probably extra exercise in it for me but uh Anywho, working out, huh? Well, that's today's show. Have a good day, guys. Um, no, this is Wednesday. That was great. I hope that gave... You guys are survivors out there. We're all survivors. We're doing this. We're doing this. 
Um, okay, let's do a couple show notes. If you like this podcast, leave it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I know I, if you're new, remember there's timestamps so you can skip ahead to the interview. We've got two of the people that uh, do uh, promotional operations on a little app called Facetune. You know, uh, the person that is making all of those amazing comments on the Instagram posts that we're all uh, cracking up about. Well, she is back with us today. And uh, I, I believe it's her, 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 her higher up is with us for the first time, and he was awesome. So I'm going to introduce you to those guys in a bit. And I just I, I am so tickled by this app because now they have AI features on the Facetune app. And you saw Lisa Rinna putting it up on her Instagram post a couple of weeks ago. That was through the Facetune app, and we actually talk about those and it's a great with great power comes great responsibility and that's this face tune the technology is just so so intense we're just flying too close to the sun but we talk a lot about what we're seeing online a lot of the new features of facetune and head on over to my instagram at some point today you will see a bunch of ai pictures of me i've literally fallen in love with each and every one of them i'm like oh my god no wonder you guys were like freaking out about this ai over the holidays i've always not done it and then uh, Charlie sent me these and they're just amazing. I was like, wow, look at me. And then there's one that makes me look like an eighties rock star. I just have like a really curly longish hair. And I was just like, what a majestic creature I am in these AI photos. I like, I, I automatically love AI me better than Mimi. Um, so it is a really fun interview. I just have a fun time being silly with them. And they, uh, they, they are always very indulgent. They they deal with me. These guys put up with me because I'm like, hey, what about another idea? Why don't you uh, hook up with Hinge and like do a Facetune Hinge collab? Uh, I'm sure they appreciate all the ideas I gave them in this interview, but it's a lot of fun. So check that out. We're gonna do a couple of news stories, news stories up top, and uh, then we'll cut to that interview. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. I forgot to, are you guys good? How's, how's everything? I know I just came in like a shotgun today. I came in very intense, very high energy, even though it's nine o'clock at night. I've just, uh, it's been a, it's been a crazy day. Oh, here's a big announcement today. I believe in the afternoon tickets will go on sale for, uh, the online show that we're going to be doing the day after the premiere of Vanderpump rules. So I believe that's February 9th. It's going to be a Thursday. It's going to be me, uh, at Kiki Monique. I'm sorry. At the talk of shame, Kiki Monique. You got Maditza, you got Sandra, you got the So Bad It's Good team will probably pop in and out. And you, of course, have Ariana Maddox and Tom Sandoval, stars of the 10th season of Vanderpump Rules, which will be premiering that Wednesday. And then Thursday, we're going to join together as a, a So Bad It's Good family and have an hour of goofiness. There's going to be an after show, a pre-show. You might see Bill and Becky Bailey, depending on how everything's going there. Uh, but I want you to come and support if you can. This is a last minute thing I'm doing. And I was kind of talked into doing it this weekend, even though I really want to do it. I was very nervous. I'm, I'm kind of, I get nervous making the, the next steps on things because I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm just used to how, I don't know if you guys are like that in your life too, where 
you're like, okay, I know how to do this. I know how to put out a podcast every day. And like in my dreams, I want so much more, even though this is amazing, but it's so hard to actually make any kind of make those, those dreams happen or kind of push harder because, you know, we're always already working so hard. It's like, oh, do I want to work harder? Do I, but you have to, to kind of get to the next place. So I'm really excited to test this technology out. We're partnering with the company Moments, which, uh, I don't know if you guys watched me on Sarah Galley's, uh, online show with moment a couple weeks ago it was a blast it looked great and these are cheap tickets folks they're ten dollars um if you buy on pre-sale twelve dollars the day of and if you're a patreon member i made sure my patreon members get 50 percent off so they're five dollar tickets if you're a patreon member and listen i get it money is tight this is I see the cost of eggs, <laughs> but I get it, but let's have fun. I want to do this and I want to, anybody that I partner with, I want to, it's not, I don't care about the money. Like I care about money. I really do, but I'm trying to like, think about how I can stay in doing this for the rest of my life. So I just want this to open up possibilities for the next thing and to make these shows as good as possible and how we can build on that, you know, and you guys are such a huge part of that. So if you can show up and support, and you don't even have to watch it live, there's going to be a two week exclusive window for anybody that purchases where you'll be able to watch this in that two week period. So you will not be missing out. Uh, you would just be missing out on like throwing commentary or questions for Tom and Ariana or something like that, you know? So that's going to go up. I'll put all that stuff in my Instagram and I'll be bothering you guys about it for the next two weeks, or I guess it'll be two weeks as of two days from now. Okay. Um, okay. And some more personal, but I know I'm asking so much of you guys. I get it. Listen, my mom goes in for her second round of chemotherapy tomorrow and she's, uh, I'm sure she's amazing. I mean, she's putting on, you know, such a brave face, but throw some positive energy her way. I know I always say that and you guys always do, and it might get a little tiring, but I don't know what else to do sometimes. So I do that. And like I said, I know we're all like our families are all going like Maditza's mom just came back from the hospital and, 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 you know, it's like, that's been, uh, intense. And I've seen what my friend has had to go through with that. And, and she's, uh, you know, her mom's doing uh, be a little better now. Um, so send positive vibes there and I'm sending positive vibes for all you guys. And listen, I used to roll my eyes at positive vibes years ago. And now I kind of just pray that positive vibes work in any sort of way, you know? So, um, she starts the next round and I believe that's going to be the next three days and we will, uh, we'll see. And she, you know, but my mom's so great. She, and this is all personal shit. I probably shouldn't be talking about, but I talked about it with her last week. So whatever is that, uh, I, I was talking with her tonight and she said, uh, well, I just, I just want to get this out of the way so we can get to the next one. <laughs> Can you imagine? Let's just get this chemotherapy out of the way so we can get to the next chemotherapy. That's that's pretty ballsy, man. Like, that's amazing. So, Becky Bailey, you are the wind beneath my wings. You are my hero. You don't listen to my pod, so I'm good. <laughs> Guys, will somebody tell my mom I love her? That'd be great. Um, okay, let's get on to the entertainment. Uh, people that are just joining for the first time are like, dude, what the, what are you doing, man? Are you having a breakdown? When is the entertainment stories happening? Well, right now, folks, because we have big news from one of the biggest pop culture people out there. Um, Paris Hilton has announced today, um, that's, wait, sorry, Katie Maloney just DM'd me from Vanderpump Rules 
and I had put a photo of me, uh, Sandoval, and uh, Kyle Cook, who was on the show today from Summerhouse and the Traders, and I had my mustache. And Katie has made fun of my mustache before, and she makes fun of men with mustaches in general. And she had did one of those emojis with the uh, the eyepiece, eye like hmm. And she uh, she said my my mustache looked okay when I met her. At, no, she said it looked good when I was at BravoCon, but she had to because we were like face to face. And uh, I said, I said, um, she goes, no, I was joking. It, it looked fine. Uh, she goes, I believe you were pulling it off. And I go, yeah, but my mom and my sister call me Mario, like Super Mario Brothers now. She thinks I look like Super Mario Brothers with the mustache. My sister, who was like the funniest joke she ever said, was like roasting me and saying that I look like that little Italian dude from the Nintendo game. Okay, sorry. Back to the news. Paris Hilton, you guys. Paris Hilton all of a sudden surpri- surprise dropped a baby like Beyonce did with her Lemonade album. Like just all of a sudden, I'm just sitting around watching a documentary and I get this uh, Instagram post and it says Paris Hilton and it has uh, what I'm assuming is Paris Hilton's hand with like white, like really a great white manicure and it's holding a little baby's hand and it says, you are already loved beyond words with a blue heart. And I was like, oh my God, did Paris Hilton just drop a baby out of nowhere? Paris Hilton and her husband, Carter Restum, are the proud parents. We do not know more information yet. I'm sure I'll have more information at some point tomorrow to tell you guys about on Thursday, but I, uh, man, good, good, good for her. I, I, I really, I, I think that's, this is awesome. Now I posted this on Instagram and you guys, like, it's so funny. Like I was sitting here just like, there was no joke in it for me. I was just like, wow, this happened. And I was just presenting this and people are just like, cause the little baby's hand looks like it has like manicured nails as well. I guess guys, I don't know. My nails look like shit. Who knows? But everybody in the comments were like that baby, there's no way that baby's hand is real. Blah, blah. I don't know. And I'm like, why are we focused on a baby's man? Who cares? The, the cool part is, and I, it, you know, it seems like if I were to guess that she went through surrogacy, which I think is amazing. Um, um, and, and I, I was just like, what, we're, we're caught up on this baby's manicure. Come on, just say that out loud. Like, uh, the baby's manicure is giving me pause. That's silly. Like we can just be, we, that we don't have to make everything a federal case. We can just be happy sometimes. So congratulations to Paris Hilton and, uh, Carter Restum. I'm sure now that I think about it, we will see, I'm guessing we'll see this journey on season two of, I was it? I love Paris on Peacock. We saw the first season, but I mean, Kathy Hilton as a grandma, you guys now think about the possibilities. We'll see that potentially on Paris's reality show, but will we see Kathy Hilton being a new grandma? I mean, she's already a grandma to Nikki's kids, but uh, a grandma to Paris's kids. I mean, that. We're talking Lisa Rinna who, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Paris, Kyle, Kyle, don't touch Paris's baby, Kyle, Kyle. <laughs> oh, I like this. This actually made me happy. It did. So congratulations uh, goes out. I'm sure, like I said, we'll find out more information and I will report that as soon as I know it. Also, you guys, did you hear about this? The Oscars? Well, the nominations came out today. Um... And it's the 2023 Oscar nominations. And there's not tons of surprises. I mean, I guess the surprises are, did you guys 
Do you guys even care anymore? I care deeply, or and I've talked a lot about this in the last couple of months, about movies and movie theaters and the rise of streaming. I really, really have a fascination with where our viewing habits go now. Now, Avatar 2, The Way of Water, we all kind of joked about it, but listen, it just passed the $2 billion mark at the worldwide box office this past week. Now, they said this was going to flop. In fact, they were like, nope, tanked. And I got to tell you, I watched the first hour because I got a screener for, for the Screen Actors Guild. And the technology truly is amazing. I don't know if I truly care for the story, nor did I truly care once Jake Sully was in the Avatar body in the first one. But, like, I'm just so impressed that, like... James Cameron seems to be like doing what nobody else can do and painting this amazing digital canvas. I just sometimes don't know if I care about the canvas itself, if that makes sense. Um, but I am so damn happy that this dude is pushing the boundaries of what it can, what that kind of technology can do. And I'm excited to finish the movie, but it's like three and a half hours. My God, that's a lot. I like my eyes can't deal with that much blue sometimes, you know? Um, so Avatar 2, that was such a good injection. But once again, it's kind of like that Marvel movie. Um, you know, this is so much more well done than Marvel movies. And they're done. Marvel movies are done really well already. But it is exciting because it's like, okay, there is a hunger for uh, going and having a theater going experience. Because uh, over a billion dollars of that ticket sales were in 3D showings and IMAX. And that is really good because those are the things that you... You can only see by going outside of your house because me, I'm even watching it on like some screener system. Like it's an app that I stream to my TV to watch the Avatar movie because it's all watermarked and, you know, I'll get in trouble if I, but you know, I know the way to watch these films are in the theaters and even me, I'm like watching it from the comfort of a bed. Um, so let's see the Oscar nominations. We got, uh, let's see, a lot of nominations for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So Best Picture, there are a lot of nominees, All Quiet on the Western Front, which is a foreign film you can actually see on Netflix, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin with Colin Farrell, and I loved, it's on HBO Max, it's a beautiful movie, Elvis, which you can also find on HBO Max, it, uh, it's about a young kid named Austin Butler that can't seem to shake an accent. Uh, then we have Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which I think is beautiful. You have Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans. You have Tar, um, which I have not seen yet, and I think I'm going to try to see that this weekend at some point, but that's Kate Blanchett uh, in the lead role. Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise, which also did wonders for the cinema. I'm not joking. It really brought people back. That was nominated for Best Picture. Triangle of Sadness. Now, this was a really interesting film that I saw on an air... Maybe I saw it Saw it when I went to New York. I saw it on the the plane, and it was a really, really funny, weirdly funny and dark movie. Uh, I do recommend it. And w Women Talking, which is, I believe, about a a, a, a cult that uh, has a lot of women talking. <laughs> no, no, it is about a cult, I believe. So I've got to watch that as well. Best Director, you have Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Anna Sharon, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness. Best Actor, you got Austin Butler. I'll say ya. I'm Elvis. I sound like Sutton. Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisherin. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Paul Meskel for After Sign. Uh, 
Sun. I hear that film, After Sun, is amazing too, you guys. And Paul Meskel, I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly, he was the one that was engaged to uh, singer-songwriter Phoebe Bridgers, who I'm in love with, and they're engaged, but all of a sudden, they haven't officially, they're not engaged anymore, and all of a sudden, she's like showing up with Bo Burnham, the comedian, in paparazzi photographs, and Dumas had all of these blinds about them hobnobbing and kissing and rubbing all over each other. I, not the last part, but the kissing and the hugging. And, you know, I, I felt bad for Paul. And now Paul has an Oscar nomination for Best Actor. So good, Paul. Congratulations. And Bill Nye for Living. Best Actress, we got Kate Blanchett. Anna de Arnes for Blonde. She played Marilyn Monroe. Sorry, Kim Kardashian. Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie. Now, this is a very interesting Oscar campaign they did for Two Leslie. Nobody's heard of this film, right? And all of a sudden, this Andrea Riseborough is an actor that all of these other actors love, I guess I've worked with. So she did a campaign where she had her friends like Kate Winslet, Kate Blanchett, watch this movie and give quotes. And these quotes are like, Andrea Riseborough gives one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen in my life. And I'm telling you, this little film all of a sudden got her a Best Actress nomination. Now, you know what's even cooler than that? And I'm kind of debating seeing if she'll come on the pod is that I know the casting director for that movie that cast Andrea Riseborough. Her name is Arlie Day, and she is amazing. She She's cast me uh, a long time ago in a TV show called Brothers and Sisters with Sally Field, which was one of my first TV roles ever. Um, and we we knew each other because when I was the manager at the nightclub over in West Hollywood a long time ago, she was my cocktail server, and then I promoted her to bartender, and then she went off and is an amazing casting director. Can you believe that? And so I texted with her before the Oscar nominations last week, and I was like, because I was looking at the campaign for this Andrea Riseborough, and I go, are you, are you, can you believe this? And she was shocked. So I am so happy for my friend Arlie, and I kind of want to have her on because you guys don't really know what that process for auditioning is like, and I think it's... It's truly fascinating. Uh, in fact, I went to I went to one of my first in person auditions since COVID. There's only been a handful where they've been in person anymore, and I haven't had one in such a long time. And today, I went. I had to wear. I had a mask up, and it was for like a Geico commercial, and just the whole process. I forgot how big of a part of my life that stuff used to be, and I'm so not happier, I guess, because I don't know if that's the word for me, but. I just love doing this so much more. Like, it's such a pain in the butt to, like, stop working, get dressed in whatever costume the character is, go to the place, get the mask, go up there, wait for all the other actors. You go in for your rehearsal, you get filmed, you do it a couple of times, and then you drive in traffic on the way back. It's not nearly as glamorous as you would want it to be when you dreamed about it as a kid. And it's hard when it's commercials because it's not like the work of, say, Daniel Day-Lewis in a film where he really gets to dig into characters. You're literally having like two lines, you know, you're like a barista or like a scientist. And it's like, hey, what? hold this. You know, it's not... You know, so it's not what what you thought of as acting when you were a kid. Now, I don't want to slam that at all because I've done some really cool commercials and I, I, I really know so many good actors that survive doing commercials. But anyways, so she got nominated. You got Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. Now, Michelle Williams, did you realize she has been nominated for five Oscars thus far in her life and has not won yet? And it, she probably won't win this year because Kate Blanchett seems to be the odds on favorite 
four winners so far, but you never know. Um, but five, can you imagine that little girl on Dawson's Creek grew up to be one of the best actors that we have? Um, and then you have Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I believe this is the first Asian nomination for a Best Actress. That's awesome. Uh, best Supporting Actor, you got Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Anna Sharon. Brendan Gleeson actually hosted SNL this season. If you saw that, he was a lot of fun. Brian Tyree Henry for, for Causeway with Jennifer Lawrence, which I believe you can see on Apple TV. And he uh, you might know him from the TV show Atlanta. And also, he's a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fan. If you remember that interview he did with Jennifer Lawrence, uh, was how probably like six months ago. I put it up on my Instagram, and they were both talking about how they uh, they think Erica Jane's, you know, a joke. <laughs> so I love, I want him to win. Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans. Per- Barry Keoghan for The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Barry Keoghan's interesting because he's an up-and-coming actor. You might have, he did a very small cameo in The Batman, playing the Joker at the very end of this most recent uh, Batman iteration. And so he most likely will pop up again as the Joker, but he was great in Banshees of Inna Sharon. And then you got Kei Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And he, of course, is just my emotional favorite because I'm a Goonie. Uh, he was in the Goonies as data and he played a uh, short round in Indiana Jones and the temple of doom. And he gives a beautiful performance in everything everywhere all at once. And I just cry every time he talks like, cause he's just like it, the, the story of an actor, you guys, I, I hate to keep hitting this over the head, but you got to realize it's like this guy, he was like a little child star. He did Goonies in Indiana, Indiana Jones and the temple of doom. And you would think, wow, Two of the greatest films of the uh, the 80s for a kid to watch. And then nothing happened for him. And he said, I thought Hollywood didn't want me. And, and he has this opportunity 30 years later. And he just waited. Like he was doing work. He was doing stunt coordinating. He was uh, assistant directing. He was doing all of these jobs. And he just thought... No, I guess, you know, maybe my time had passed. Maybe I had my 15 minutes early in my life. And to see that, it's almost kind of that dangerous story, though, for other actors, because you're like, okay, I just got to hang in. But really, it's it's that. It's like everything in life. It's a marathon, not a race. And it's such a hard lesson to get into your head. And you only learn it with age. And that's sad, you know, because it would be make things so much easier if you learned that earlier in life. But I love his journey. If you saw his speech at the Golden Globes or the Critics' Choice Awards, I just really, I really love that dude. Best Supporting Actress, you got Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Now, this is one of the first acting nominations for a Marvel movie. So that's very interesting. You got Hong Chow for The Whale. Carrie Condon for The Banshees Van and Sharon. She was great. Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Chic. I am Dorit. I think it is chic. You got a nomination. Jamie Lee Curtis. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And Stephanie Sue for Everything Everywhere All at Once. She gave an amazing performance as well. Um, and then we have screenplay. I'm not going to get into all of that stuff. I will say, though, tonight I watched. Well, let me tell you what I watched before what I watched that was nominated. I watched the first two episodes of TLC's Milf Manor. I'm going to say that one more time. Milf Manor. This is a this is a very real show where they take sexy milfs and milf stands for mother I'd like to fornicate with and um they the premise is that they're there to date date younger men, right? But then the curtain gets pulled up and all the younger men are all of these ladies' sons. 
And so all of these ladies are hooking up with these other ladies' sons. It is so, like, it, it. it's one of those things where you're like, what the hell? Like, is this, what am I watching? Now, if you remember on 30 Rock way back in the day, they even had a joke about MILF Island. And this is literally that show that 30 Rock made up completely going, well, this will be where reality shows are headed someday. Well, they were completely right. This is a very real show. The first two episodes out are out on TLC. And I was watching because I was like, oh, should I interview one of these? These, these women and I'm telling you guys like there's like this one thing where they have to t- like guess their sons and their mother's secret like they put a secret and the secrets they have to choose from is like had a seven woman orgy and like one of the moms slept with one of their son's best friends and it's like I, I just was like zoiks and I just felt brain cells leaving. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch the rest of this. But to cleanse my palate afterwards, I watched um, this. You can find on HBO Max as well. And it was nominated for Best Documentary Feature today. It's called Navalny. And it's about uh, Mr. Navalny, who is a very real figure. Uh, he was in the Russian opposition against Vladimir Putin. Uh, he was poisoned. Uh, and they, this documentary takes you through that assassination attempt, uh, his survival of it, and then him piecing together who was trying to murder him. And you find out how deeply it was connected with Putin. And uh, and it ends with him coming back to Russia to try to run again. And they arrest him at the airport. And there's like this just huge stream of supporters in Russia, which is just so intense because that kind of stuff is so frowned upon going against Putin. And they arrested him. I mean, he's in jail to this day for the last two years. And they have all these false charges against him. And he's facing 35 years in prison. And he's just seems like such a beautiful man in this documentary. And, you know, the big message that he tells his wife and and, and, you know, the Russian people are, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know, the fact that they've arrested me, the fact that they've tried to kill me means we are so powerful. We are so powerful. Don't give up and don't be afraid. And he's been in prison the last two years, a lot of it in solitary confinement. He, there was a hunger strike. I mean, just they imagine, you know. And I don't like to get political a lot. I mean, I am a political person, but I don't really usually bring that into this, even though I think you can guess how I feel about a lot of things. Um, is that, man, I think it's time for Putin to go. I mean, it's just, it's time. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I hate, I love that I'm apologizing. Like, there's a lot of big Putin fans out there. I know this is going to cause waves for all you Putin fans. What a miserable. Anyways, it was a gripping documentary and so, so sad, but also just so inspirational, which just seems to be so much of the art and entertainment I'm taking in right now seems to be shades of both of those things, you know? Um, okay, uh, in music news, Panic at the Disco, uh, you guys know Panic at the Disco, right? They mean a lot to everybody. Now, it is uh, fronted by the lead singer, uh, obviously, <laughs> and... Um, so the lead singer is a man named Brendan Urie, and they started. He started Panic at the Disco twenty years ago, and now they he announced uh, that you know Panic at the Disco is done. But the interesting part of it is that it's kind of a one man band at this point, anyways, because all of the original members of Panic at the, at the Disco have uh, you know are not part of the band anymore. But he announced this Tuesday morning that the group will end after its forthcoming European tour. Yuri says he and his wife are expecting their first child. And he said, I'm going to bring this chapter of my life to an end and put my focus and energy on my family. And with that, Panic at the Disco will be no more. Um, 
the full statement is, well, it's been a hell of a journey. Growing up in Vegas, I could never imagine where this life would take me. So many places all over the world and all the friends we've made along the way. But sometimes a journey must end for a new one to begin. We've been trying to keep it to ourselves, as some of you may have heard. Uh, we are expecting a baby soon. The prospect of being a father and getting to watch my wife become a mother is both humbling and exciting. I look forward to this next adventure. Uh, thank you for all your immense support over the years. I've sat here trying to come up with the perfect way to say this, and I truly can't put into words how much it has meant to us. Whether you've been here since the beginning or are just finding us, it has been a pleasure to not only share the stage with so many talented people, but also share our time with you. I am looking forward to seeing everyone in Europe and the UK for one last run together. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for existing. So, job well done, Panic of the Disco. I love, um, I love, I love it because we have their music forever, you know? I want things to remain the same forever, and it just doesn't ever seem to be the case. I've been making my way um, through uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, R.E.M. Uh, the frontman was Michael Stipe. And what I, my buddy Dusty turned me on to this, or he gave me the suggestion that he was doing where he was like, just pick a band that you love and just go back and listen to every album that they've ever done over again. And I started with REM or I picked REM last week and I've been making my way through their catalog and they, uh, they folded as a band, God, about like 12 years ago now, I believe. And it bums me out because I would love to see them live again. And uh, But listening through it, you're just like, oh, man, I have so many memories of this music. And I'll always have them. And those music, it's right there. It's, it's still there for all of us. Um, so goodbye to Panic at the Disco. Uh, also, Madonna, this is fascinating, you guys. So I don't know if you know this. I think I've mentioned it on a couple episodes through the years. Is that Madonna was writing the movie to her life with Diablo Cody, who wrote Juno and uh, an amazing writer. Um, and Madonna was directing her life story, right? But if you heard this, there was a Madonna boot camp um, where they had all of these young actors auditioning to play Madonna. And this was over, I think, the summer they did this. And it was just this grueling, exhausting thing where it was like a two-week boot camp where all of these actors were taught uh, the songs, the dances, all of this stuff. And it was like every young actor wanted it. And it came down. Two of the top choices were Florence Pugh from Midsommar and Don't Worry Darling and Julia Gardner from Ozark. And those were two of the top choices, even though there was a lot of other women in contention, and Julia Garner got it. And I thought, great casting, amazing casting. Well, today we find out that the Madonna movie is no more. Um, all of a sudden, they have put that to uh, to bed. I'm trying to think. The studio, I believe, is paramount behind this, and... Uh, it is scrapped. The movie has been scrapped and Madonna instead is going on her 40, you know, 40 year anniversary tour instead, which I told you guys about last week, instead of doing this film. So now that makes a little more sense why she's doing the world tour. Um, but oh, sorry, it was Universal Pictures that was doing this. Uh, representatives for Madonna, uh, Julia Garner and Universal Pictures declined to comment on the matter. Now, this has just been in development for so long, and I was really, truly looking forward to uh, it. But I will say, Madonna has not been ever... She's never connected with me in films the way she's connected me with me in music. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Her early career was... Um, 
you know, Shanghai surprise with Sean Penn. Uh, you had Desperately Seeking Susan. You had, uh, what was the other one? Who's That Girl? Uh, great soundtrack, by the way. Uh, and she never really connected. I mean, Evita was probably the one she got the most acclaim for and nominations. And that was, of course, the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. But I always felt there was just a really big disconnect with Madonna on film. Like the Truth or Dare documentary, I thought was amazing. She was on film and her music videos, amazing, legendary, groundbreaking. But for film, I never thought she really just found that thing that blew me away in terms of film the way it did. And that's, I think, hard for an artist when their music is so popular and then they get into a different genre or a different uh, art form, if you will. But I was really interested to see how she was going to direct her own life. And I thought either this is going to be amazing or this is going to be a mess. Because imagine you're Madonna directing Julia Garner, who's playing Madonna, and it just seems like, damn, that's going to be intense. But if I was Julia Garner, I would legitimately be livid because she's coming off winning the Emmy for Ozark, her portrayal in that, which was amazing. And, you know, this was a part that all of these amazing actors were out for. Florence Pugh, one of the biggest, uh, you know, up and coming actors we have right now. She wanted it. And Julia put all of this time and her energy into it and it's hard with with movie careers especially you have to realize how they really have to be taken care of and the right thing at the right place at the right time the right decision and time is such a you know it's it's it, it it's so valuable in in film you know it's like a year is like five years in other industries because so much can happen in one year in one part and I just hope she's immediately on to another amazing project immediately. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, just a couple more, you guys. Uh, we have uh, a Bravo cast shakeups for Southern Charm uh, and Martha's Vineyard Summerhouse spinoff, which uh, there was an interview given um, over the weekend, I believe, from Bravo executives, which I found it was like NBC Universal senior VP of Unscripted Current production Kathleen French and Bravo Bravo Media Senior VP of Current Programming Noah Sampton and they uh, they gave this article this interview which I think is really interested and interesting and they said expect Married to Medicine and Southern Charm cast shakeups which we saw a little bit already for Southern Charm we have a summer house spinoff with an all black cast set in Martha's Vineyard so that's interesting um, I'm curious to see how they they do that and if there's going to be a feeder system in some way from this summer house to that summer house and like I said yesterday execs seem very pleased with southern hospitality and uh i think you'll hear word very quickly that they're going to green light a second season and and we talked about this last night but that watch what happens live i watched more of it today with uh those four cast members from southern hospitality and i think they got some real magic in there and also this was a little bit in there there was no decision yet on jen shaw and I'm like, what is up with no decision yet on Jen Shaw? Are you guys, are you guys thick in the head? Like, what is, what does it take? Like, I, I wrote this on Sarah Galley's Instagram post. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. No, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, you're a valued member of Bravo. Keep on coming back no matter what crimes you commit. Like, no decision yet on Jen Shaw? This is a no-brainer at this point. Which, by the way, reminder that tonight is the first of who knows how many uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunions. I saw a clip today where they legitimately called Jen Shaw. Meredith, she was getting like, Lisa Barlow was like, 
I thought you were doing pills. Jen said, go ahead and call her if you want. Meredith's like, Frank, I'll give her a call. I'm going to give her a call. You know, not seeming like somebody that would ever take pills. And she calls Jen. And Jen's like, what's up? And I'm like, no, my God. So you will hear the voice of Jen Shaw on tonight's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, I'm thinking of going being crazy and watching it tomorrow and then doing the recap on Thursday so you can have it in your hot little ears. Uh, all my stupid impressions. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But you guys, are you ready for the main event here? Let's uh, let's do that. I'm excited. Oh my God, when am I not excited? Uh, returning guest Carly, she joined us, I believe, uh, just like a month and a half ago. And I love talking with her. And she is the one writing a lot of those witty comments on uh, you see on Instagram with Facetune and Twitter. Uh, I'm, it's one of my favorite follows. And I love when I see her comments pop up. It's just, it's chef's kiss. And we have Ito joining us as well. And they kind of explain what they do. They explain more about the app. And I just geek out on them very hard because I truly, I say this multiple times in this, I think Facetune is one of those Zenith pop culture moments that we are going to have in our lives for a very long time. And I'm really excited to see what new features come out. The AI thing, like I said, just blows me away. They have AI for pets now. Are you kidding me? Get ready to see my dog is like a mythical unicorn tomorrow. Uh, anyways, here they are. Enjoy the show. You'll there'll be a commercial break at some point, you guys. You know that. And then uh, I'll 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 catch you on Thursday. Okay. Have a great day. And remember, if you can go uh, check out my Instagram post. It'll probably be up tomorrow afternoon to buy tickets for the moment live show with uh, celebrating Vanderpump Rules. Okay, bye. Today, we have one returning guest, and we have a new person joining from this team. I think they're one of the most important teams in terms of pop culture that are out there right now. I mean, of course, their product is used by everybody, not just stars, not just reality stars, not just singers and musicians, but everybody. Yeah, your aunt in Ohio is using it. Your daughter at college is using it. Everybody is using this app right now. And I believe their social media presence is second to none. I almost, it, it's almost like it's an app that is so useful, but at the same time, it is so comedically funny when you see a Facetune comment pop up. But we have a uh, returning guest, Charlie and Ido is joining us brand new. They are part of the team uh, that is part of brand promotion for Facetune. Welcome to the show, you guys. Hi, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, well, I, thanks for being here. So, Ido, you're new to the show. Uh, how did you get involved with Facetune? And what's the goal? Oh, okay. So in terms of like... Um, Facebook was kind of like my dream. I had the app for like the longest time and I wanted to work for Lightrix, the company behind Facetune. And I actually like got the number of the chief product, whatever officer, the person behind the app. And I literally asked my friend, like, get me an interview and things kind of like rolled out and ending up, I'm like now helping with the brand. So a lot of the things that we do in terms of like the visual and the messaging and the PR. So uh, working closely with Charlie, um, my my journey was kind of like a reality show in a sense, because like I literally was dreaming of it. <laughs> and, I, and it, Oh, by, by the way, that's a great, uh, that's a pitch for a show. We need uh, a Facetune reality show that just follows you guys and, and your dreams and struggles and things like that. But could you imagine, you know, I know you, you said you liked the app and, and like tricks, the company behind it. 
uh, and, and you almost pitched yourself to them. Could you imagine how much it is uh, become a part of, I really think, like the, the DNA of pop culture now? Like, you know, face tuning is almost a verb rather than a product now. It's crazy. I've never expected it to be this big. And to be honest with you, it's, I think, one of the most fun part of our days is just to wake up and understand the scope and like the tags, the mentions, like the the drama that we're getting into each day. It's just like, it's so much fun. It is. It's just fun. I mean, you, I, I got to say, you guys are messy sometimes. You get in there. You're like housewives in that you, you, I mean, like, I, I think that comes mainly from Charlie. I could be wrong. But it is some of the funnest. St- I mean, people will comment. You guys see that all the time of like, I live for the reactions from Facetune. And now you're getting tagged even more and more. I see this every day. More people are just posting about Facetune just so Facetune will respond. Yeah, we were just tagged, I think an hour ago, someone posted that they're filming in Morocco for Real Housewives Ultimate, Ultimate Girls, Girls Trip. Trip. And someone completely smoothed out Gretchen's face and tagged us. We were the only tag in the photo. No, none of the housewives were tagged, just Facetune. And I was like, okay, they want <laughs> So you guys are the eight, you guys are the eighth cast member of Ultimate Girls Trip, I imagine. And that what this is, I wanted to pitch you guys this right up the off the top. You need to reach out to Bravo, and there needs to be entire episodes on OC and Beverly Hills where one of the company representatives comes. And because you said last time, one of the most important things about Facetune is using Facetune responsibly and having a friend that can help you use Facetune responsibly. I need you guys to come in and there needs to be episodes where you guys teach these ladies the proper do's and don'ts. And that way Gretchen will not Facetune out one of her nostrils every time she posts. I totally support that. I think... Bravo should have us be friends of. Yeah. Yes. I mean, come on. You could go in there and really go, this works. This looks a little bizarre. This doesn't, this looks like AI completely, which was one of your new features, by yes. the way. You guys do the AI now. And uh, so you guys, I got uh, I got a free account. And I want to say, this is how dumb I am. I played around with it for a day and a half, was obsessed with it. And then I deleted my account accidentally. And I need to talk to you about that afterwards, Charlie, because I, my okay. fat fingers deleted my own account. And then I was like, what did I do? And I was making this beautiful AI of myself as a warrior. And you guys also have this new feature. Sorry, I'm talking so much. I'm excited um, for pets. So my dog, Brooklyn, I have been, that's why I need to get this fixed ASAP because I need to see my dog as AI and you guys out there, you know, you need to see your pets as AI. Who, what was the thought of going into AI? Do you, what, do you guys know anything about that? Um, I think it just happened naturally. Like it happened all around the industry. And I think for us, we understood that there was an opportunity to really like, I think face an AI is a whole thing in itself. Right. It's just this idea of like imagining, like, you know, there's like this big, gap between like what you imagine and what you can actually get in terms of like content and i think facetune kind of like brings that together and with ai specifically like just seeing yourself as like whatever you want to dream of and be i think that in itself really aligns with what we do in facetune it was really really cool for us even internally like to see the results firsthand it's like i just to be honest with you 
immediately try to uh, AI myself with other like me and Zac Efron <laughs> hands or me and <laughs> off of the same neck, you know? And it's just like it it it's just like my dreams came true in like a minute. Oh, I mean, like it really me and uh, Medica, who does a lot of the graphics for this show, does all the graphics for this show. We were talking about AI and we were just like, this is it, this is mind boggling. I can put myself into anything I can put myself. And the, the, I guess the fear here, you guys, is that I'm starting. I'm potentially going to like the AI version of myself better than I like myself. And I think that's that's where we got to use the real face tune where it uses your actual images. And then I was playing with it. I made my beard all like darker and cooler. Like it was like there's even for dudes, you guys, this this app is wild. Just play around on it. I think you can get a seven day free trial. But I'm telling you, even before we get in further of this interview, it is one of the most fun apps to mess around with. You'll get a like it's it's like a healthy addiction, but it's addiction nonetheless. I'm almost like but I need to get my account back. Like I delete I need oh, it back. So I'll help you and everyone who's listening. You just need to redownload the app and it'll be there. OK, cool. OK, moving on. Um, so we talked last in, I think the beginning of December or maybe even, uh, yeah, end of November, yeah. December before the holidays, you guys have been busy. I mean, just busy in the sense that everybody is using you and what I had warned you guys already knew, but what I had warned you about is like, you're about to see some intense face tuning out there because we have holiday photos and we have all these families coming together. And what I see with a lot of these photos is one person will face tune themselves and then they'll leave everybody else not face tuned. So they look amazing. And then their, their guests look very normal. So I, how, can we put some kind of parental controls on this where you have to help out a friend in your photo? You can't just face tune yourself. You got to help your friends out. So I don't know if you remember last time, but I told that story. We were at dinner in New York before BravoCon and like we passed the phone around. That was Ido. He was like, okay, everyone like. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I made sure that we get clearance on uploading that photo, you know, like sharing it. Um, <laughs> and I think that's uh, what everyone needs to do. Like just if there's a group photo, just let everyone, if you don't want to touch it up then just keep passing the phone. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And I think that is, there, there's gotta be, there's gotta be like a 10 commandments of Facetune that you guys even put on the app right up front. Everybody agrees to just moralistically <laughs> joking. Um, so December was a busy month for you guys. Is there anything Charlie that stands out in terms of interactions with uh, celebrities, not even reality stars, but other celebrities? Cause I noticed it just seems like everybody is using this. When I look at a photo, now I'm looking for where it's been face-tuned. And a lot of people are using it so beautifully that you can't really tell. And some people are still using it egregiously and way too much. No, for sure. We have so many tools that like you can't even notice that somebody used it. For example, we have a makeup tool. So like I can't even tell if someone's makeup is now like the digital amazing version or the in real life. Amazing <laughs> version. It's like, they're both amazing. Um, what really stood out to me on both ends of like the interaction spectrum. And then also the just fun. Um, Paula Abdul looks amazing. She's oh my really God. Paula Abdul looked 25 all of a sudden she was at Paris. Like, was it Paris Hilton's party? Yeah, and it was with Kathy. She looked, I, I, I've been a fan of Paula Abdul since I was a kid in the 80s, and she looked awesome. Amazing. And I was, but you know what? But she like, also looks amazing I, unedited version photos. She looks amazing. Please. 
But the thing was, I don't know where the face tune, like where she ends and the face tune begins because it was done so seamlessly. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't, I wasn't like, oh, what the hell? Like there are certain people, like I said, Gretchen is obviously my top example on OC just because the nostril always leaves at some point. And I just, at this point, I think it's performance art because I don't, like she knows we can see it and she knows the nostrils not there. And, you know, like yeah. I, I, I almost think she's doing it to like tease mess with us a little bit at this point. Who knows? But the Paul Abdul. Yeah. Did you wait? So do you I guess you this is like a company secret. But have you in the last couple of months walked any celebrities through this app and how it could be used for them? Can you, you don't have to say specifically more denied? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is all smiling and just being like, yeah, yeah, guys, they're smiling really heavy. <laughs> um, and by the way, you had mentioned last time you'll reach out to celebrities or reality stars and say, hey, I want to use one example because, Ido, I don't know if you know, I have the Facetune Bureau of Investigation with the FBI, which I is do. a really, it's a very it's a group I started and I don't really get paid for it. <laughs> it's just a public service. And we try to, you know, just warn the public that these things, there's a Facetune outbreak sometimes. It's usually around Malibu at Nobu. Um, <laughs> but I was noticing this Lisa Rinna, you guys. Lisa Rinna loves your app. And I think you guys love Lisa Rinna. I want to put that out there. I love her. She is one of the first people to use this AI, I think, in a very public forum where she put it on Instagram. Now, I'm still having nightmares about that image. Uh, did you guys make this for her or did she, she just had the tool and she was like, you know, I'm going to be a 60 foot Lisa Rinna with six fingers. No. So I actually like dove deep into it. There's a fan account that made it for her. And what they've been doing is they've been AIing Lisa Rinna into so many different situations. <laughs> Wait, what's the account? I need to know this. Um, I'll pull it up and I'll send it to okay, you so you okay. can link it in the comments. But um, when Lisa was, when she put herself on pause from Bravo, um, went into retirement, <laughs> um, the account kind of started AIing her into different jobs. So now she's a McDonald's server. <laughs> it's a really great account. Um, so they posted it and then Lisa reposted it and was like, okay, I'm going to go with it. And I think that's what honestly what we in the company and just Facetune love about Lisa, which is she's so unapologetically just herself and owning it she, she owns, owns it she owns it i'm just gonna She's own like, yeah i have six fingers on one hand due to ai and she owns it and she was cross-eyed yeah. too one of her eyes was like cross-eyed this is the thing like we manage like the initial ai that we have is not the the one that we have now like we worked on it and we managed to get it to a good place and it just shows you like she was first off the bat to just be like i'm in you know and i'm we're <laughs> super excited to see kind of like that her posting it it just shows you kind of like that that um love that we share no i mean like i and i enjoy uh, the audience knows i enjoy making fun of lisa Rinna a great deal and i will say to her credit it was like i love when she puts that stuff out there because it's so fun to talk about it's so fun to joke about and what you're saying with the ai too is that you're saying it kind of is getting it, it's almost learning from itself and getting better and better and better so by the time it uh we start using it it's going to be perfected almost 
Yeah, we're getting to a really good place. Like, it's not that the result to begin with were that good, but I feel like now we're at a place that, like, literally you can see yourself as, like, anything that you anything you wanted to imagine. And, and it's really cool to, to even see the differentiation between where it started and where it is right now. And I think also the fact that like now you can AI your dog or your cat, that's like, we've gone like from Lisa with six fingers to dogs and cats. Huge. If I, if I AI my dog tomorrow and it turns into Lisa Retina, I'm going to be so upset. And the other feature I want to pitch to you, and I pitched this last time, but just to remind you guys, and since Ito's on the call, maybe you can get this to the higher ups. If we can find a way to make whatever the Facetune does reality, if we can, like, if if like we can make me look like the best version of myself in reality, I would pay thousands. I would. It wouldn't even just be the the app price. I would pay you guys thousands and thousands to make myself look like I can make myself look in Facetune. Is that possible? I think we always want to make technology accessible, but I will say this, we're leaving off the, the tension, you know, of the fact that you're seeing something that you want to, I don't know, like play around with, aspire to, like, it's for us, it's just that even, you know, a whole experience for us to be really, really honest. It's not even about the results. I think like, I personally just love playing around with Facetune. Like when I, yeah. I out like anywhere, all I do is just Facetune different photos and just, you know collect my my uh yeah i bet you can do it in like less than a minute now i bet you like i would love to see you guys take a photo and see how fast you can turn it to gold and the other thing i was thinking i was like looking at certain photos of myself and i was like wow i'm actually gonna take in these photos of myself to my hairdresser and say make me look like this which is me but just with better hair so in terms of like AI, I think it's going to get there. Like you're just going to imagine the her haircut that you want, go to your hairdresser and show them. And, you know, that's your reference. right there. <laughs> I like the point that Facetune potentially we're getting to a point where like it's getting insane. Or like it's just it's too much. It's too powerful. This app is too powerful. Um, Charlie, can you tell us some more interactions that you potentially have had over the holidays or even in the last couple of weeks, because I feel like you have been busy as heck commenting on these photos. And I love it, you guys, because like I said, go follow the Instagram account. It's an added bonus to the app if you want a good laugh, because they'll always be like, oh, why didn't you tag me in this photo when it's a photo that, you know, it seems like Facetune's been used in it. And it's really a really healthy, not mean chuckle, uh, but a chuckle nonetheless. What are some of those examples that you've had in the past uh, month? So I think it's also really good to start off with that everything is meant to be like in fun humor. Nothing is meant to be mean or malicious. Um, I think it's also, I think if we're telling people that like they need to own it, then I think we also need to own it. So it's just like fun. And also, even if I just write hi, people are like, oh my goodness, <laughs> shady. And I'm You're like, like Facetune responded. Yeah. I just want, I just wanted to say hi, like literally, like genuinely, I just want to <laughs> say hi. Um, recent interactions. I had a very public interaction with Lisa Barlow. Um, what was that? Whole. Lisa, Lisa was being shady. It wasn't me. Um, but she wrote on the photos of the reunion. She wrote, um, sorry, we didn't need fate. We don't need you Facetune. <laughs> obviously we all know who she was being shady to um 
And so I just responded, I'm physically screaming, crying, shaking, all of the things that she loves to say. Um, And then we also, you know, the whole like Heather Gay, Black Eye story. that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, of course. So, like, I'm so I'm I'm by the way, I'm over that story at this point, but because they just they need to tell us who did it, period. But what interaction did you have with the black? So guy? we kind of facetuned the black eye to make it not a black eye so that the story would go away. Because <laughs> like we're over it, everyone. Yes. And so we just posted it on Twitter. And Lisa, again, was being herself and commented um, is there anything that Facetune can't do? And it's true. There's nothing we can't do. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm start like our our. I feel like Lisa. Lisa is so quick with the social yeah. media that I'm like I'm gonna be bummed if I find out she doesn't run her own account. Like if I find <laughs> out it's you, Charlie, or something like I'm gonna be bummed because she's so good at it. And I don't. I want. I want to truly believe it's her. Um, has Heather Gay responded to that one? Heather Gay hasn't responded, but Candace did. And Candace then started following us. And I was like, okay, Candace, like, <laughs> let's have a crossover moment. Yeah. It was Yes. Great. I mean, these are this, it's a great way to get the product out there, which I think is already so in the ether, anyways. I mean, I feel like the brand awareness for you guys is off the charts already. I mean, is there somebody that you're like, no, I guess, I mean, I was wondering if there's somebody where like, oh, I don't want this person using it, but you want everybody to use it. Like this is for everybody. It is for no, everyone. Think, yeah, Charlie, go ahead. No, um, Ryan, I think you're mentioning the whole Lenny Hochstein of it all. Um, yes, but- Lenny Hochstein from Real Housewives of Miami, you guys. We've been recapping the show. He's the one that uh, cheated on Lisa Hochstein and traded her in for a new model. This this modely twenty five year old. What interaction with Lenny ha- have you had? No, we haven't had anything. But I remember you com you posted something about Lenny, and I just commented like, "Too bad." Oh, yeah. Like the whole thing about like face tune in real life. Like I just want to face tune him to just be a nicer person and just not cheat on Lisa. And then that kind of blew up also. <laughs> I, I think we're too late on that. And yeah, I mean, but the Lenny Hochstein, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Somebody did face tune a photo of Lenny Hochstein this week and made him look like he was 75 years old next to the 25 year old. And it was said daddy daughter dance. And it and and by the way, it looked guys, it looked so damn real that I was like, oh my god, he aged so like this this whole thing must have just aged him up. And it was it was the the app like it was it was Facetune where it like made him look. And then I had to explain to people that this was not real. That's how powerful this is. I had nothing to do with that. No, no, I'm not saying you did it. I'm saying we, th- this this app is in the hands of us now. And we're like, we have a mind of our own, the Bravo audiences, and we're using it. I mean, I potentially think this is using it for good in the long run, but it's like, it's looks so real. Now is my favorite part of the show when I get to talk about our sponsor. And we have a new sponsor with us today, and I am already in love with them. And that sponsor they are called Thrive Market. You know when you find out about something at the right time? Well, Thrive Market has come at the right time in my life. It is going to quickly become my go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials 
and the convenience of getting it all quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. And I want to even be uh, more honest with you guys, not just mine, my parents as well. Um, If you guys know and you listen to the podcast, you know everything that my mom's going through and all that stuff. And I have been trying to find easy ways to give them food and to bring them uh, items that they need without having my mom or my dad go out and get them. And if I can't do it, it is so nice to know that places like Thrive Market exist where they give you healthy, tasty, amazing food. And we're talking about products, you know, like Khalifa, which I love their oat milk. Um, I I, I could go on and on about everything on this website. I'm going to have to have you guys check it out to actually believe me. But now I am a Thrive Market member and I can save money on every single order. On average, I have saved over 30% each time. So This might sound crazy, but I brought uh, two cold brews. I brought oat milk. I brought organic, uh, but organic pasta. They have meats. They have, I mean, pretty much anything that you can think of. And they are the coolest, best brands out there. Uh, I spent $70. I saved $16. And also what's cool is they give you options where they have like a daily deal where you can get a free product like protein powder or this or that. And I'm not, I'm not Uh, This is actually true, and it adds to your order automatically. It's just really, really cool because I had no idea this company existed, and I guess that's what I'm here for, to tell you guys about this place. It truly is amazing, and it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what, just check it out for yourself. I think you're going to see pretty much immediately that you can save uh, massive amounts of money. There's amazing brands. They also have a price match guarantee. So not only does Thrive Market save me and you money, but they also save me time. And they also just honestly save me a lot of worry. If I know that my parents can get quality products, um, I'm so happy. And they think it's so cool. Like they think I'm a magician all of a sudden. Like I've really gotten so many bonus points. Um, so you, uh, there's all these filters. You can, so you can filter out what foods you want on the website. Really easy. You just click like, oh, keto friendly or over this. And it kind of Uh, you put all of your preferences in there. So you see what you want to see and see what they have that way. Um, They have over uh, 70 filters on their website. They also have an app you can put on your phone. So whether you're looking for that certified gluten-free snack or non-toxic cleaning essentials, oh, did I mention they do have cleaning products? You can curate your own shopping experience with the click of a button. So right now, my mom cannot have... um, it's a very, it's a very specific diet when, uh, you have the illness she has. So we just put that in, in, I don't want to say exactly what it is, but it's her business. But what's so great is that there are these options there. And with a place like Thrive Market, you're like, they're like, yeah, bring it on. We can do it. (laughs) So it's as easy as a click of a button curating your own, your own meals pretty much. Um, When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join 
and then they give to another family, which I also think is really cool. So check it out for yourself, though. I think you're going to really dig it. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash so bad. By the way, this might, it should be slash so good because it's so dang good. Thrivemarket.com slash so bad for 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T H R I V E market.com slash so bad. Just check it out, you guys. I really think you'll dig it. Plus, helps the show. So go on over there and check it out. I know you will not regret it. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Wait, uh, you know, do you watch all the Housewives shows? What do you watch? Yeah, I mean, Charlie had to kind of like, I had to go through like a thorough course of everything because we went together to BravoCon and obviously met with everyone. I think for me specifically, like I, for me, it was an experience in itself because I was following all of them in social media. So seeing the difference in real life as opposed to the Facetune, I have to, to give a lot of them credit. They do glam in the best way possible because, you know, like they get to a Facetune kind of level. But um, oh, my God, um, dude, I was I was looking yeah. at like Teresa and all that at BravoCon. And I was like, oh, they obviously uh, Facetune. And then I saw them in person. I was like, oh, this is exactly how they look. They look already Facetune. Yeah, they, it's they, Facetune they, in real life. Yeah, well, you know is. what I was thinking? It's almost like your Facetune is almost your glam squad squad for people who can't afford glam squads. It's a one stop shop for glam squatting without having to hire a team of people. You have a team of people in the app. You that got it. Yeah. Yes. You you can use that. You guys. I'll give I'll give that to you for any kind of uh, advertising. Uh, no, wait, so you know what? Do you, what do you like to watch? Your personal glam squad. I yeah. So what do you like I, yeah, it to watch, you know? So I had to catch up on all the housewives. Um, I had a, a thorough kind of um, a rundown of uh, Below Deck um, right before we got there. Like, yeah, to be honest with you, was it the, the bus, the, the Below be- uh, Deck bus was outside, right? I think for us, yeah. I, I, <laughs> the thing was that, you know, catching up on so many things, A, thank God for like a 10-hour flight. But regardless, it's just like having the experience there. Like, I don't even remember, was it the um, Bravo Hall of Fame, the bathtubs and, and stuff like that. They're just to see the, yeah. the, to the episode and then see it there. For me, it was, I just, and I think people even like globally don't understand the scope of this and how people are, the fandom is so big. And the fact of the matter that they had to like open up the space for all these panels, it was just insane. I honestly, like, I think, uh, the entire kind of like Bravo space is not getting enough credit for the phenomenon that it is, you know, like, hey, it's good quality fun. Like I enjoy just, you know, finishing the day and just kind of like laying and watching all the the shows. And the other thing is that like, I think just to see how people are, you know, they are obsessed with it. They will, you know, stand for their housewife or whoever just in such a way um and also for us just to see like those of them who who use it and then kind of like having small interaction of like oh we love facetune we were wearing like facetune sweaters and whatnot for me that was kind of like as someone who works for the companies it's like this is a dream coming true well yeah it is kind of that perfect blend of like what social media can do for something but you can only do that if you have an app that actually is useful you can only do that if the product is actually useful. Cause I've seen so many people and housewives, especially, you know, advertise products that you're like, well, the product's not that good. So it never really takes off. This product is like, it's like you have, uh, you know, you have the stuff to back it up. Like, you know, it, it helps that everybody uses it, but it's actually a good product, which I think is the most interesting part of the Facetune story. I couldn't agree more. Um, okay. So Charlie to back in the weeds a little bit here. Um, is there, is there any interactions that were, I mean, was there 2023 resolutions or goals for you in Facetune? Who do we want to get out there? Who do we want to reach out to? And I'm not even talking about reality stars. I'm talking, do we want Dua Lipa? I mean, she's already gorgeous. Do we want Lizzo? Do we want, where do we branch out from the reality star space? So 
definitely made my New Year's resolutions and my manifestation boards. <laughs> Wizzo has always been on my like yeah. dream collab. I would absolutely, I would die if like Lizzo like responded and was just like, I think she would be great. great. Like, let's work together. Let's be best friends. Kiki Palmer has always been on my list. Z-Way, oh my God, obsessed. I just feel like she would she would be incredible for like just everything. Um, obviously, my best friends, the Kardashians, they're always on my list. Oh, we'll, we'll get to them in a second, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, yeah, I have so many... Dreams. You guys would be perfect on the Z-Way show, actually. Like, you know, like she does those interviews. I mean, it might be a little intense because she really pushes uh, with the questions, but I, I could see that. I, I could genuinely, and it's right in that demographic is what she, you know, her audience is your guys's audience as well. Um, can you tease us? And I don't know if you know, you guys dipping your toes into AI and AI for pets and all that. What is potentially on the horizon? Like, where do we go from here with the app? Uh, of course, a lot of it's education and teaching people that it's out there. But is there anything that you can tease that's potentially coming up or even ideas that didn't actually come to fruition? Um, stay tuned. <laughs> Charlie would not say anything. I feel like she's she's such a I think I think for us, one of the things that we want to make sure is that, like, we keep the core fun of it all in anything yeah. that we do that's kind of like the main thing i will say this that like we are seeing like we always try to listen to our users and kind of see what they like and accordingly kind of try and find like what could be the coolest thing like i think a bunch of the makeup features that we just had uh, uh implement within the app were kind of like things that we you know users were writing us so we're like okay we can do more around these things i think with ai specifically it's such a quick you know fast paced development like an, a day-to-day -day kind of a thing that we could tell you now like what we're, we're working on but even internally within the stuff that we're working on we know that it might not be relevant and like something will be out there that would be bigger and then we'll have to kind of like rethink and do things you know bigger and better for facetune I mean, the the developers behind this, the team of people that started this, I mean, I don't know how much you're in contact with them, but is it is it shocking for them to see how and where this is used now? And like in the even these higher echelon, you know, I mean, there's royalty that use this allegedly. There's, you know, all of these. I mean, I, I would imagine that's mind blowing for them. Or do developers have this idea in their head all along of this is going to be huge? I want to give Charlie the credit here because like she has like a group on the company Slack where like she shares the interactions and like the things that happen online. And for those developers, that's like, that's her making their dreams come true because like that, you know, celebrity, whoever, someone that they watch or someone that they follow, as soon as they interact with Facetune, like they go at it. They like, they thank Charlie. They do. So it's, it's I really love that. Uh, yeah, how much does it cost to get on the uh, Slack for Facetune? Can I pay <laughs> to get on that? That'd be that would just be entertaining as all heck. It is really entertaining. I think we all kind of freaked out. Um, Mary J. Blige for her birthday, she yeah. used our backdrop tool and just like added sparkles. And like I even I reposted it on our Instagram, and I was like crying, screaming, throwing up. Like, what do I do with myself now? <laughs> like, the, like I feels like that the seven degrees of separation it's like okay i'm one step closer to mary j blige now like we're best friends <laughs> use my app like 
Well, you yeah. used up the, you, you mentioned the background feature and, and I know this sounds like one big advertisement, you guys, but I'm okay with it because <laughs> I really love the app. Um, what, what is the background feature? I mean, you told me last time about being able to erase objects in the background of a photo, which is great because I have so yeah. many photos with my gun collection that I had to erase. I'm joking. That's a joke. You guys, I don't know, but you know, you had mentioned that and I thought, what a, what a wild tool that is. What's the background tool. So you can change the background of your photo to one of our like presets already in the app, or you can upload your own photo and completely like put yourself in like a different location. It's really cool. Oh yeah. This was a Aubrey O'Day did this Aubrey O'Day. Yeah. And there was an article written about it because she had put so much work into these various locations that she was not at. And it turned out she was used, but she said it's her art. She said, "That's I'm not lying. This is my art. This is my artistic license, and I'm using it as that." A lot of people use Facetune for artistic purposes, and it really is an art form. It's it's a way to express yourself. I think. Um, Yeah, I don't know the story, but like I think internally, one of the things that was like a big buzz. I think it was, I don't know how, how long ago it was, Charlie, maybe you remember, but like there was an, uh, um, an episode of The Weakest Link where Jane Lynch mm. uh, referred to in the intro. She was like, Facetune the hell out of your whatever. And in we were freaking yeah. out to just like, that was a moment for us to understand, okay, like we're, if that's yeah. something that like they say to contestants before they start The Weakest Link, We're in a good place, you know, that and Mary J. Blige. Well, I, 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 I compare you guys a lot to, I mean, in a different ways, of course, but when I would have, when I have Demois on the show, I remember having her on first, like two years ago. And I said, you are right at this place where I bet they start using you in television, like, like as verbiage of like, oh my God, did you read Demois today? And sure enough, she started popping up and like Gossip Girl and all that stuff. And I think you guys are right at that place too, where it's becoming kind of integrated, where I would, I would expect to, you know, you'll be a joke on Saturday Night Live at some point. There are certain like cultural, if you follow that. pop culture. No, but you could really see it because I do believe that is that. I was curious, just from a, a business perspective, how do you guys do overseas? Is this more of an American app or is it just as big overseas as it is here? We're international. Yeah. <laughs> you're, say, you're an international luxury brand. Yes. I want to say that like, Charlie, am I wrong? But I think like it were, I think the second largest uh, outside of the US is Brazil, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Brazil? Yeah, that's really like just to be really kind of like this is kind of like us sh sharing a secret. But when we want to kind of like test the ground, we usually like choose a market that we're, you know, that we can see kind of like that the engagement is high and we can release something and see kind of like how people react. And then we decide whether to, you know, distribute it all around the globe. Um, so, yeah, I think Brazil is one. I don't, Charlie, I don't, I, you might remember the other ones. Brazil like, is big. UK is big. Yeah, UK. Um, I mean, UK also yeah, with like the Oh my God. Uh, I just started watching. Well, I can't admit to getting a VPN and starting to watch Love Island. <laughs> but if I were to have, I'm really enjoying this season of uh, Love Island by getting the VPN, which I have not done. But I love Love Island. That's, pro that's probably a target audience for those guys. I mean, they, uh, that's got to be wild for them. I think yes. it's it's kind of like a it's a natural fit. I think it, to some extent it's kind of like a parallel to to what we see with the housewives. Um, okay, I'm going to show you guys a picture. 
And I want you to let me know if you think this has been um, face-tuned at all. Like, it, it might not be because these housewives, they are perfect in a lot of ways already. Oh, got yes. Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane and Perry. I don't know what Charlie thinks. And there's and and there's mo this is a more little bit agree I don't but if you see Rina I mean sorry Erica looks very smooth like really really smooth and then this and this was in Paris for Paris Fashion Week last week and it made quite a bunch of waves um, were you guys involved in that photo at all would if you if you were to guess I know you don't make them for these people but would you think the app was used. Do you want my shady Facetune? <laughs> yeah, per pretend you're pretend you're the Facetune app, and you can even use a robot voice. You don't even have to use your own voice. But oh, what would on, Facetune say comment. to this picture? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, remember that show that Bravo had this year that they released called "The Real Girlfriends of Paris." Paris, yeah. So this was the real um, girlfriends of Facetune. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal, but like, I will say to uh, Erica and Lisa's credit, which I don't usually like to give them, a lot of people thought it looked gorgeous. They they thought they looked amazing. They were happy they with those photos. They really did. And I can tell you that we all put a filter on our photos, whether it's the Paris filter on Instagram stories or it's a filter from our app. And Sometimes the filter makes it look like it's been overly facetuned, but really it's just about the lighting. It just changes the lighting here. And it's really when people are like, oh, it's just, it's all about the lighting. It really is all about the lighting because the lighting can do everything to change a photo. And so can a filter. A filter can be a darker filter and that will change the lighting of the photo in a certain way. It's, yeah. Even to the extent of like how good we are in terms of like tracking whether they used it or not, I think for us, like we usually don't track it by looking at the, the, the lighting of the face because it could be that confusing. It usually is the other features that we were kind of like, wait, we know this thing. Like, we, like I we, know this backdrop. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. like, something that, you know, potentially like they whatever enhanced in a specific way. But with the, with the, the, the lighting itself, I think for us, it's really problematic because like some of them like literally pay for good lighting during that, you know, situation where they take the picture. So, yeah, we can't really track uh, it. Well, I, I saw that photo and I immediately thought of you guys immediately. Like that's what I'm seeing photos now. And I immediately think of you guys. Um, okay. So the other thing I wanted to ask about is that we just had a huge thing yesterday with this uh, Skipperelli show, or I don't even know how to say it. How do you say the, the yes. fashion house? Um, Skipperelli? I, I, I figured yeah. you would. Come on. you. Anyways. <laughs> Kylie Jenner made waves because she wore a full big old lion head as a brooch on her dress. Um, and by the way, it was not a real lion head. So it was like detailed, the artistry, you know, all the people that are into fashion really were telling me why I was wrong. I wasn't offended, but I was just like, ah, but could Facetune take out that lion head? Yes. I take out Liam Hemsworth. I can take out a lot. <laughs> Wait, we all we got to talk about that. The funny thing that we had that week because we're sitting around in the office and we're listening to Flowers the entire day, and we're we talking the Miley about, Cyrus song, you guys. Yeah, and we were just like, "What can we do?" And we're like, "I, I, 
Char- Charlie was just like, I want to do something cool. And I was like, use the vanish tool. Like it's vanish all your problems away. Right. And, and so you're telling me was- you can, you literally vanished. You guys go to their account. You can see where they have Liam Hemsworth come. You can vanish whole people. You could have relate. You could eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, your photos with your exes out. And that was, did Miley Cyrus comment on that at all? No, I wish. And then afterwards, we saw how well it performed. And we're like, you know what? Let's go. Let's just edit out Shakira's dude. Yeah. Yes. That's I. I did those stories on the show. And I think, man, like those women are at a new level of petty that I completely support because they got dicked around, but I thought it was awesome. So that you're saying, I love that. We can take full people out of our photos that we don't want there anymore, or that potentially make the photo look worse. Um, Also at the uh, fashion show yesterday, Doja Cat came in all red and she looked like a blood clot and she had all these Swarovski crystals everywhere. Is there a way, and this might be too impossible for the technology, is there a way to turn her to just a normal color again? Yes. If we use our paint tool, we can paint over all of the red and back to a skin tone color. Her skin okay. tone color. That's all I need. She'll be covered yeah. in beautiful diamonds and she'll sparkle and she'll shine yes. the way she does without it. But I think the red... It just made her look like red, a red bumpy girl. Like, you know, I didn't realize even those were crystals. It just like looked like bumps, you know, like like she had mumps or something or like. I read bumps. that it was 30,000 Swarovski crystals and they started applying them at 5 a.m. It's not normal. It's wow. That's, it's I mean, it, and the great thing I at the show, you have Kylie. Uh, and there's a girl sitting in, uh, probably some famous lady sitting in between her and Doja Cat. And I just imagine them looking at each other. They're going like, what are we doing here? Like, we, you have a lion on your dress. I'm all in red crystals. And, you know, there's a guy in the background with like a Yankees hat on. And I'm like, that guy didn't dress up at all. He's just there in the third row, you know? vibe <laughs> um, completely. It's like the, the the levels of like investment. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so now I know you guys don't do this, and this is potentially another bad idea on my part, but uh, we've been talking about this in terms of pop culture. It is it is all the rage now in Los Angeles is the new diet drug Ozempic. Are you guys potentially going to have an Ozempic feature where we don't have to no. go on this medicine and it'll just give good? You don't. That's perfect. No, no. that is a hard no. Hard no. There's already a shortage for people who actually have diabetes. I don't think we can create more of a shortage, but also like we want everyone to feel comfortable and in their own skin. Right. And just love themselves the way that they are. And we're not encouraging anyone to change their body shape or size using our app. But at the end of the day, everyone needs to do what makes them feel most comfortable and feel the most their most confident selves. I completely agree with that. And uh, uh, more than you will ever know, uh, I'm trying to find something that I was trying to reshape myself the other day with the uh, Facetune app. And I'm trying to pull that picture up to see if you guys think I did good. Um, While you're pulling that up, I'll show you while we were uh, sitting here. So here's Kylie with her lion. Yeah. And what I was able to do with our vanish tool was turn it into just a nice faux fur. Oh my God. You've got to give me that photo for when this comes out. Uh, <laughs> you've got to let me have that. 
to advertise this. Um, I, I, it really is one of those things. And for a dork like me, I was just playing around on this thing and I was like making my, like my face different shapes and it looked like a Picasso painting. And like, that's why it's like good to get this in practice. You guys, what's that? I said, said it's art. Yes, it is. I was like, I was having a blast just messing around. Uh, but it is fun because you can go super ridiculous or you can do it where it actually adds to your actual image. Um, as we start winding down here a bit, um, just this is just personal. This isn't anything to do with Facetune. Charlie, what are you watching right now, Housewives? What are you what are you watching right now? So I'm actually winding down from Housewives because, you know, Potomac is coming to an end. Salt Lake City, yeah. I kind of checked out, um, just checked out for now until it comes back. Um, waiting for the Roni reboot, waiting for just all the good stuff to come back, New Jersey. Um, but right now I'm really into, I was obsessed with White Lotus. I need season three now. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Mike White, he sent Evan Ross Katz a video. Yeah, yeah Evan Ross Katz that video Thailand, saying. From Thailand. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. So we know but that. Don't you think Mike White? No, but don't you think Mike White is actually just getting free vacations and going to exotic locations just on the off chance that it's going to be there? Of like, yeah, I'll go anywhere. Let's see if this Unless works. He's you filming know, Survivor again. Like, <laughs> It kind of did. I was, he had, you guys, Mike White, the creator of White Lotus, did a season of Survivor, and it's one of the best seasons out there. He is he was such a great player. Um, but speaking of that, like Jennifer Coolidge would be another one to get for you guys. Our dream. She is she's on my dream list. And like I every year Facetune wishes her a happy birthday. Like we are out here thirsting and just trying <laughs> <laughs> i think she would genuinely love this now if you're watching potomac which i don't know if you are but on sunday's episode we had the producers do a drawing of a lady that allegedly juan dixon was seen around georgetown according to karen huger this is the picture of that lady is there a way facetune could make this a real lady or ai this even better because this is one of the most gnarliest photos that they put up this drawing but is there that's a way to make not this our real? ai that's yeah, that's not our no AI. no this isn't your no no i know this isn't your ai this is a drawing that the producers put on but i'm saying could we use facetune to make this better than a drawing can we do anything with this or is this just hopeless a we can i think and i don't even remember carly if we had a, a, a we used to like um had have this technology where we could take a sketch and make it into an image mm, we have uh, sketch we, to image in one of our other apps you can take a sketch apps. and you can so, turn it yeah. into an image yeah so it's Wait, what's your like, other app we have another um, app we have a lot of apps yeah we have we yeah, i want to know what the other apps are so we have photo well, you know, for photo editing and we have video leap for video editing. So these are two, like we have our three kind of like main pillars. So, uh, so also this is a, I'm just throwing out bad idea after bad idea. What if you guys partnered with like hinge or Tinder and that way, when you're uploading all of your images, you could get a little juice, a little like a little, just maybe a little once over, a little glossier, nothing uh, egregious, but I think it would be hand in hand, a great partnership with a dating app of, you know, like Hinge powered by Facetune or Tinder powered by Facetune. And you pay like an extra dollar a month just to like, not anything egregious. Like I said, not faking anybody out, but it would there, uh, come on, that would be awesome. So, 
We should just I'll have our business development team. I'm just saying like, because we always talk about these things where like, it's so natural to have that sort of a flow, you know, of like just uploading your pictures and then editing them. But I feel like you're meeting with the wrong people in our company. You should just, you know, meet with the, your ideas are gold. So hey like, guys, I got 30 yeah. ideas to pitch for you. We're going <laughs> to exactly. find a gold in here somewhere. <laughs> no, um, all the Slack channels. Yeah. I genuinely am invested in this company now. Like this is like, I'm, I'm invested. Um, okay. So we are winding down. I wanted to bring up, I brought up Kylie, but I want to bring up the rest of the Kardashians because I think they are one of the first families that you have to pay attention to not only for pop culture, but for so many reasons. Um, but I also th think they're one of the people that has really had such an uh, impact on people wanting to approve their digital, improve their digital appearances. Um, do we know, I mean, I, I like, you know, do they use this app? I mean, do they have their own team of artists? Do we, I mean, cause I feel like you guys are ahead of the curve on a lot of times, but they might even have somebody that is even more just for that family. Okay. So I want to start off by saying. <laughs> Charlie's <laughs> using the platform. Yeah, go that, ahead, Charlie. I was, this is my, this is my statement. Um, we are not we are not on the payroll for the Kardashians. Chris has not reached out. However, that being said, I made a comment last week. It was meant as a joke on comments by celebs. I made a comment joke. It kind which of, post? They posted the photo of Kylie in the fields that looked like the Microsoft backdrop. Oh. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. And Kim was like, tag skims. And you said, tag, so then, tag us. Right, I would... As a joke, I commented on comments by celebs and I was just like, hey, tag me, please, LOL, because Kim wrote LOL. So I was like, OK, everyone will take it as a joke. No, it kind of blew up and took a life of its own. Um, but I think that at the end of the day, we all enhance our photos one way or another, whether they use Facetune or not. I think if you go to season two of the Kardashian Hulu show, there's like the scene where Kim finds out that she like passed her LSATs or whatever. Um, and there's like, you can see on her phone that there is the Facetune icon app. So like, I know we're there, but like, yeah. I'm not accusing anyone of using Facetune. I'm not saying you have to tag me in every photo like me. Wait, wait, wait. It's also not bad if you use Facetune. Like that's, that's right. the whole point and of this. There's nothing wrong I'm, with using right. Facetune. What I'm, what I think the overall messaging is, which nobody asked me for of like when I made that joke. So like, thank you for the platform to like explain myself is if we have the influencers and the celebrities just even at the bottom of their photo, right? This photo has been enhanced. This photo has been edited. You don't need to tag Facetune. You don't need to tag an editing app. Just write that it's been enhanced or it's been edited. And I think then there won't be so much discourse around like, oh my God, they facetune their photo again. Like that discourse, not though, it's not, it's not news then. And then they won't be in the news for every facetune like photo. They'll be in the news for like, oh my God, Kim just spoke at Harvard business, business school and like, oh my God, slay Kim. So proud. But like, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, I mean, you said it blew up. Did one of them comment back? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> okay. Kylie then posted a photo the next day where like you can see all of her pores and she comments, she captioned it, don't be fucking rude. Sorry, I cursed. 
Um, but the thing is, is that that's also a line that Kim said on the show. So like, yeah, I don't know if she's clapping back at me or if she's clapping back at Kim, but like, here's the thing, like Kylie, I applaud you for both photos. I love you. Whether you face tune or not, I face tune. I think we all face tune. Um, we all AI, we all just want to feel as confident as you do. That's it. Yeah. No tea, no shade. Yeah, uh, there, hey, let's w- the, the beef is squashed. I think she meant Kim, by the way. But also, I think that's like part of their media training anyways, is that when any one of the sisters uh, does something, the other sisters comment on it. And they've been doing that for decades now. Or, yeah. you know, like we were there, that flower bombing incident where all of them hopped on and go, they better not flower bomb me from like 2012. So they're all aware of each other's social media and they play along. It's like a fun game. But I love like, I mean, I don't want to discourage you from you've got to keep jumping in there do not not jump in there we need facetune comment oh i'm not going anywhere um i'm not going anywhere i think yeah because then i would do like a free facetune like for like free like free luann like free facetune you know if you ever got (laughs) any kind of ban or anything like that no, I think that one of the things that I came into 2023 with, um, both in my personal life, but also as like the face tune tone of voice, um, is really just like take more risks and be more out there and express myself the way that I want to express myself and also bringing that for the brand. It's part of the fun. I think as long as we do it in like this very kind of like, if the intent is good and I mean, we throw a little shade and it's in a very kind of like fun, complimentary kind of a way, there's no harm to it. And and we love the people that we engage with. So we just hope. Yeah. I think, I think we've built a really great community that know, like an online digital community that knows that we're just joking around. And like, if we can't joke, if we can't laugh at ourselves and like, if everyone can't laugh with us, then like, what's the point of? Well, I'd be, I'd be out of a job. I'd be out of a job completely. I mean, I, I'd be so screwed. It's supposed to be a fun place. It's, it is a fun place, and we're just adding a little bit of humor and, yeah. Oh, Vanderpump Rules is coming back in a couple of weeks. I don't know if you watched that, but is there a way that you can re-add cast members that got fired into photos? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, Jax would Jax would love that. He wouldn't he wouldn't admit that, but he loved it. Um, so Ito and Charlie from Facetune, you guys amazing. Thank you for coming back on, Charlie. It is always a huge honor. I think you guys really are uh, so part of, like I said, the DNA of pop culture at this point. So it is uh, truly an honor to be there. And just to remind uh, folks, it, th- this is on the App Store. All you have to do is open your App Store and go to Facetune. Uh, pull that up. You can do a seven-day free trial with even the AI and the AI for pets, I believe. And it'll give you seven days to mess around with this. And I think you're going to want it after that. And you can always have it on your phone. So you can be there for any kind of photo emergency where you need to erase a loved one out of a photo or erase something in the background, take a lion's head off of your dress and make yourself just generally look better, which is something that I desperately need. So uh, is there anything else that uh, we need to be looking out for you guys? Um, You don't desperately need it. You are gorgeous. Oh, bless you. Bless you. Uh, I, I, I that put that on my LinkedIn, you guys. Um, uh, Ido, it was great to meet you. Thank you for coming on, dude. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again in a couple months. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye. It was really, really fun. Betches.